The Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 9. Five Creative Business Lessons Learned from Modern Dance Pioneer, Martha Graham. Five, six, seven, eight. everyone, and welcome to the Dancepreneuring Studio. I am Annette Bone, and this is the place where dance inspires life and business. We will be bringing you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance, and they will be sharing their stories, ideas, strategies, and tactics to move your life and business forward. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi. This is Kirk Bowman, the visionary of value from the Art of Value show, and you're listening to a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio with my friend, Annette Bone. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. It can get overwhelming trying to keep up with your favorite blogs and also the current events on your favorite news sites. And this week's step to success will solve that challenge for you by offering one site to go to where you can get all of the news feeds on all your favorite subjects. Feedly, which is spelled F E E D L Y, and you'll also find the link on the show notes at annettebone.com forward slash 009, is an application that's available across various web browsers. It's also available across mobile devices that run iOS and Android, and it compiles news feeds from a variety of online sources, and you can customize this from different categories and from Um, just everything that's available online. It's very user-friendly. It's very readable. It's easily used to share different things that you find. And it doesn't just have to be business. It can be science. It can be fashion. It could be music. It can be DIY, baking. There's no shortage of categories where you can compile the different news feeds that you're interested in in different categories. So go ahead and go to the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 009 and you'll find the link to Feedly to get started. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I'm going to share dance terminology across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. The word for today in the Dancer's Dialect is lateral shifts, which refers to transferring your weight from side to side. And this is common in modern dance, but the shifting of weight and proper weight placement is important in all styles of dance. It can mean the difference between a beautifully executed movement, like in a ballet pirouette, where the weight is properly distributed toward the first two metatarsals of your foot. And if this dancer is doing it properly, technique-wise, if they're pulled up out of their hips, they're at their maximum turnout, they're engaging their back muscles, 
spotting with their head, engaging their core. This pirouette will be executed beautifully. It'll be aesthetically pleasing. Whereas if any of these elements are missing, the pirouette is not as pretty, quote unquote, at least in classical ballet. And it looks sloppy. So just as the proper placement of your weight for that pirouette is necessary, where your weight shifts to coming out of that is just as important. Where do you need to shift in terms of thinking for your life and for your business? Have you determined the important things that need more weight than others? And in your life and in your business, are there things that you need to take the weight off or shift your mentality completely? Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. I wanted to begin not with characters or ideas, but with movements. I wanted significant movement. I did not want it to be beautiful or fluid. I wanted it to be fraught with inner meaning, with excitement and surge. This is a quote from Martha Graham, who is considered to be the mother of modern dance. I will link her bio in the show notes as it's very extensive. And I think you'll find it very interesting just studying any biography, just the things that you can learn for your life and for your business. Let me just go over a quick snippet from this. It's actually on pbs.org, but like I said, I'll link it on the show notes. Martha Graham's impact on dance was staggering and often compared to that of Picasso's on painting, Stravinsky's on music, and Frank Lloyd Wright's on architecture. Her contributions transformed the art form, revitalizing and expanding dance around the world. In her search to express herself freely and honestly, she created the Martha Graham Dance Company, one of the oldest dance troupes in America. As a teacher, Graham trained and inspired generations of fine dancers and choreographers. Her pupils included such greats as Alvin Ailey, Twyla Tharp, Paul Taylor, Merce Cunningham, and countless other performers, actors, and dancers. She collaborated with some of the foremost artists of her time, including the composer Aaron Copeland and the sculptor Asamu Noguchi. We are going to talk about five creative business lessons learned from the life of Martha Graham. These are very easy things that you can implement into your life and into your business. So let's go ahead and just get right to it. Number one, she was generous in giving credit to her dancers. Now, I think we've all experienced being part of teams or maybe in a workplace where we never got individual recognition or individual credit. Everybody wants that. So she was generous in giving this to her dancers. When I'm working with freelance contractors, I try to be positive in all stages of my interactions with them. Even if there's something that they haven't done specifically to my instructions and something needs to be corrected, I still try to be positive and still try to point out what they are doing right. So that just helps our relationship to go that much smoother. It's one thing to say, oh, you're awesome, you're great. And that is definitely better than not saying anything at all or not even being encouraging. But you can also be specific. Like for instance, in my dance class, what I really love is when the teacher takes time to tell me what I've done right specifically. Like, oh, that turn was executed nicely. You held your leg in a la second very nicely when we we're doing extensions. Or like in my crump class, my teacher would tell me, I loved how you killed off that last eight count or whatever it was. Something very specific. And granted, I know with time constraints, that's not always possible. But I really appreciate the individual specific feedback 
that I get from my dance teachers. And you can do the same thing for your friends, your family. I have a friend who has an amazing eye for catching beautiful pictures, whether it's scenery, people or objects, she just has a real gift for it. And one of the things that I can tell her is that I really like the angle that you got the sunlight in that one beach photo and something specific like that shows that I'm really paying attention to her work and makes her feel validated. The second creative business lesson is she was moldable in her work. There was always a human element to her choreography. She was living her dance and her dance was living through her. She continued dancing until she was 74 and choreographed well into her 90s. I recently came across two great articles from Dance Magazine and I'll link those in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 009. And they both talk about dancers that have gone well beyond their 40s, 50s and 60s to continue their careers. I found these very helpful, very inspirational. And Martha Graham is also talked about in one of these articles. So I recommend that you check these out. Even though initially her choreography had this sharp and angular quality, she continued to develop her technique over time and she adjusted some of the exercises so that the movement quality was softer. Are you moldable in your educational, your career, your business pursuits? Are you reading? Are you getting around like-minded and forward-thinking individuals? Are you taking inventory and taking action of what you can improve on? So she was moldable in her work. She was always trying to improve and make it better for her and for her students and for her company. Number three is she created dances of social content. She was around during the 30s, during the Depression era, and a lot of her material came from that. She was very relevant for her current times, but she was also timeless because her work stemmed from social, political, and psychological themes that are common in the human experience and always will be. So are you being relevant with the current times now? Now I'm thinking that maybe Feedly would have been good for her at that time because then she'd have all this news that she could have accessed immediately to create her new work. But anyway, I know she did just fine without Feedly. Number four is that she was open to new ideas when she brought men and ballet technique into her repertory. It's kind of funny because she was kind of against, like I read that quote, that she didn't want it to be, she didn't want to be beautiful or fluid, yet she brought ballet in. Again, she was open to new ideas. So if that meant kind of adapting and changing, that's what she did. And in her philosophy, she demanded that all of the theatrical elements on her stage, whether they're sets and lighting, costumes, whatever it was, everything had to be integrated into one theme or message. She was very intentional about that. In your business, are you being intentional with your marketing materials and your branding? Do you have that one message? Is it clear? Is it cohesive? Is there synergy in what you're doing and everything that you're using? Are you using things that are essential as opposed to just being decorative? Martha's system of communication in her dance was not just about technically impressing you or making interesting designs in space, but it was to watch someone dance and then feel something for yourself. And she felt that that was communication at a deeper level. And I totally agree with her on that. I am definitely for being entertained by technically impressive dancers. And I love choreography where there's different shapes made on stage or in a film or whatever. But at the same time, if I don't feel something, then I'm likely to just kind of zone out. So for example, on my Instagram feed, I have a ton of dance clips that come up. And more often than not, 
I skip through most of them. I watch maybe the first couple of seconds of it. And then I'm on to the next thing because I just don't feel anything and everything kind of looks the same. And so it's not to say that these dancers are not talented. I mean, they are amazing. Some of these things that they do are just incredible. And they are very talented and very skilled at dance. But if I'm not feeling anything, then I'm just not going to continue watching the video. So number five is one of Martha Graham's dancers said that technique is important, but soul is more important. And so again, why do you do what you do? One book that I would highly recommend is by Simon Sinek, and it's called Start With Why. And it is a very good book. I would highly recommend reading it. I've linked his TED Talk on the show notes as well. So go ahead and check out his book as well as his TED Talk. You will get a lot out of how important it is to have your why for your life and for your business. Martha Graham said that all movement emanates from the center of the body. What is your center? What is your mission statement for your life and for your business? What is that core? So to recap, here are the five creative business lessons learned from Martha Graham. Number one, be generous in giving credit to others, whether they're part of your business team or your friends or your family. A quick word of praise and encouragement is always a good thing. Number two, be moldable in your work. Are you getting around people that are forward thinking, who challenge you, who inspire you? Are you reading relevant material? And are you taking inventory of what you can improve on? Number three, be current, be relevant, but also be timeless. Number four, be open to new ideas. Make sure that your themes and your messages are synergistic, that they all work together. Don't just do things because you think you're supposed to do things, but do things that are necessary. Number five, as Takako Asakawa said, technique is important, but soul is more important. Why do you do what you do? And my question to you now is, what creative business lesson would you like to share that you've learned from studying a biography of someone you admire? I would love it if you would go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 009, where you'll also find the show notes. And I would really appreciate your feedback. And I would love to hear what lessons you could share. And I would really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and give me a review. And that way I can continue to improve the podcast. And I can announce your name on an upcoming session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Coming up next week in the Dancepreneuring Studio, I have a conversation with my good friend Renee Harris, who is a dancer and an author. And you will learn how dance helped her overcome major adversity. And she gives tips on goal setting. And if you are wanting to write a book, she gives you easy to implement action steps on getting your book started. Until then, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at AnnetteBone.com. This podcast copyright by AnnetteBone.com and Dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.